Welcome to Learning Rebels in 15, where we take the best bits from the Learning Rebels coffee chat and give you an espresso shot to jumpstart your day. My name is Shannon Tipton, and today's double shot comes from the chat about why leadership development programs fail. So without further ado, let's get to it. Some of the common challenges that we face with leadership development programs today is that we throw people into training programs. It's a one-stop shop for just about anyone who wants to go through leadership development. Or it's an elitist program where we wait too long before we put people through. And as our guest stated in this upcoming clip, what we do is that we really end up arranging courses around bullet points, around talking points, rather than to let these programs breathe on their own. Everyone wants training to happen, yet no one wants to build capacity to support it. The challenges that I've seen here in South Africa revolve around three areas that I've picked up. First is that leadership development is not focused on self. So you dive straight into how to be a better leader. And what's always missing is the chunk on who am I? So the leaders themselves are never delved into understanding self-mastery and their impact who they actually are as individuals. So, and I think that's directly linked to mindset. So are people, do people have the right mindset around why they are leaders and why they need to be developed? And then the other thing that I notice is trends. So if there's a trend in leadership, then organizations seem to latch onto that trend and throw it into an intervention and go, right, leaders, everyone must go through this trend. So there's very little investigation into my organization, what my management style is like, the gaps in my leadership. It's like, well, there's a one-hit wonder, a one-shop fits all. Let's just throw it at, at all the leaders and, and hopefully it will work. Well, I'm right there with you, David. Rather than starting with a plan, which would be to start with the self and develop that person and look at our organization, what do we need, all of that, I tend to get directives from above that say, you have 60 minutes and you can do six sessions. So you get all the leaders in the company and we want to talk about X and then trying to get them to understand that we don't really have a leadership development program. We have a bunch of bullet points that you've given me and told me I have 60 minutes and everybody needs to get this. A comprehensive plan is needed and it does need to start with looking at that person as an individual and I don't find there's an appetite for taking that kind of time. The challenge I have found over the years too, it's time. It's also the program is one thing, but it's really what they get after that program. And whether it's their manager continually helping them apply what they learned or finding ways to apply what they've learned to the program afterwards to keep them developing. I think that's a challenge too, because sometimes I think they go to the training, they're very busy, Mm -hmm. they try to get what they can get and their manager knows they went, but there's no real concrete follow through from the manager, from the organization to make sure that they're implementing what they've learned. In this upcoming clip, Andrew Jacobs talks us through why leadership development programs really become an offset of theater, that we are training around ability and not necessarily capacity that the program is more important 
than the success or the outcomes of that program. Think about the very popular leadership development programs that you host or the sales enablement programs that you host. Everybody loves them, right? And so we create this theater around these programs. We say, huzzah, success, everybody loved it. But we know that that's not necessarily the case. The issue is, is we have a lot of what I call learning theater around leadership. We develop a leadership program so we can point to it and go, we have a leadership program. We develop a program for BME employees and go, look, we have a program for BME employees. We develop a program for women and go, look, we have a program for women. But fundamentally, what we're doing is developing ability, but not capacity. So we're not building the structures within the organization in order to make these things work. So what happens is, is people go through a program and then nothing changes. So they leave. And part of the problem is, is because we're not counting the right data. We can count the data on the number of people who've been on it. We can count the data on the activities that they complete. We can count the data of who they've shared it with and what they think of it. But we don't have any data on the number of people who are promoted as a result, the retention periods of senior managers, where people move to and where they're promoted to, the business impact through internal controls or employee satisfaction or customer service, let alone business result. And I think L&D, we need to step up to the business effect and be a lot clearer on what the leadership program is going to do in terms of the bottom line business, as well as all of the other organizational effect. The difficulty is, is that Seth Godin sums this up quite nicely. He says that bureaucracy is the scaffolding of success. So what happens is, is an organization was successful. And what we do is we build a program that replicates that success. And that becomes the scaffolding around the success itself. That then makes it very difficult to not do that program any longer because the organization perceives that the success came as a result of that program or that the program lead will lead to that success. So to then say that program doesn't need to be run anymore, you're challenging the success that is attached to it. And what happens is the bureaucracy around the program becomes more important than the program in itself. So clearly there is frustration abound as our previous speakers have indicated. So now when we put on our rose-colored glasses, what does leadership development look like in the 21st century? How do we unlearn what we have previously put into place as leadership development programs? Senior leaders don't like attending courses they want to network, according to Andrew Jacobs. They want to have shared experiences. So how do we change our point of view to add more strength to cohorts and less to leadership classes? Senior leaders don't like going on courses. Senior leaders like networking with other people. And if you're building the opportunity for them to network in a community, they will feel they're getting more value from it. Yeah, I was just thinking about specifically what you were saying, that the cohort slash community themselves are the foundation versus the course and its content that if they truly come into this thinking that these peers and myself are what is going to make this a great learning experience, they will naturally look to each other and use the course content as a supplement. And so that's what we want, right? We will provide them guidance through those supplements that, hey, we're going to unlearn some bad behaviors. We're going to learn some new behaviors. You all are going to try those hats on and share what worked, what didn't especially in our company culture, right? And then they'll just continue to iterate that and work it into their process or not based on their, their experiences of trying it out. Well, there you have it. Everyone has said it. 
use people to scaffold the learning to bring deeper success to leadership development programs. The key here is that the programs aren't important. The people are. Let's stop using leadership development as theater for our abstract bullet points and let's bring cohorts together to create leadership that adds impact and value to business. And there you have it. Thank you to everyone who contributed to this double shot. And if this 15 minutes has whet your curiosity for more, then go check out the full Learning Rebels coffee chat. To learn more about Learning Rebels, be sure to go to learningrebels.com where we help you create training that sticks. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. For more content like this, or to begin your own podcasting journey, head on over to obsidian-productions.com.